Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show. Let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hi, welcome to Fetish Fridays on Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you haven't followed me yet on Instagram or Twitter, make sure to go follow me. Follow me right now. Pull up the app, find me. I'm at Strict Anonymous. It's at Strict Anonymous. Press follow. <laughs> Follow, follow. <laughs> anyway, um, if you're listening on any podcast app, which I'm sure you are, you have to be, right? Uh, make sure to subscribe to my show. It very much helps. You get the episodes earlier. They just like pop up in your phone, which is great. I mean, that's what I do to all the podcasts that I listen to. Uh, if you want to be on the show, this is a call-in show where people call in. It's called uh, and remain anonymous. <laughs> It's called Strictly Anonymous because everybody is anonymous. I change everybody's voices. I change everybody's names. You could call me from a made-up number, a burner phone, a blocked call. I don't need to know exactly who you are. I just want to hear your true story. If you want to be on the show, send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Click on be on the show or just go to Instagram or Twitter where you just followed me and DM me there. Give me a little backstory. Tell me a little bit about what you want to call in and talk about. If you, uh, what else? I don't know. What else do I have to uh, promote? (laughs) Nothing really. I'm just going to get into my caller. Oh, no, I have a confessions line. I forgot about that. The confessions hotline. You could call that 24-7 and leave a naughty confession. I changed the voices there as well. You got four minutes to leave a message. If you need more time, just call back. You could call that number 24. Four seven. The number is three four seven four two zero three five seven nine. That's three four seven four two zero three five seven nine. I do want to mention my Patreon because it is Fetish Fridays, and this episode is about a cross dresser. And I do have a whole tier dedicated on my Patreon page for cross-dressers. You get all the stuff that my regular Patreon members get, which is episodes early and ad-free and all the anonymous pics of my guests. But you also get exclusive content there. All my pantyhose episodes, I, as well as all my extra exclusive cross-dressing episodes. You get, if you join that tier plus, we have contests. There's people sending pics of themselves and you join a community of other like-minded people. If you want to join my Patreon, you could go to patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The links for everything that I just told you (laughs) are in the description. So just go there when you can, if you can't right now. So today I have on Jenny. Now I changed Jenny's voice. Jenny, quote unquote, Jenny. <laughs> I changed Jenny's voice. Jenny, uh, there's a couple of interesting things that Jenny brings up in this call besides his cross-dressing. Okay, he dated his cousin, like long-term, lived with her. They had a real relationship. It was a toxic relationship. She was only the only girl in his life that has ever known fully about his cross-dressing that he copped to it I mean he copped to it because she caught him he does have a porn addiction and he talks about that and he talks about how she went snooping through his phone because she was like a crazy jealous bitch and found all his stuff and then that's when he copped to it he had some sexual intimacy issues with her he talks about that first we talk all about his cross-dressing when did it start who did he steal clothes from at a young age when did he first realize he was into cross-dressing and then like I said who he stole from Uh, He was very brazen about when he was little at home wearing clothes in front of his sister and his mom. Talks about how his mom kind of found out and found his stuff and how she reacted. And then, like I said, we talk all about the cousin situation, which is kind of cray cray besides this other stuff that he does. The the whole cousin relationship is interesting. We also do get into his porn addiction and how that affected him, what he was Googling on porn. And a lot of it was gay porn. That's what he was watching. But even though he's not really into guys, he's only interested in being with a man. He hasn't done it yet when he would be fully dressed as Jenny. 
That hasn't happened yet. He's with a new girl. He's been with her for a while. He lives with her too. He really wants to put it out there that he's into cross-dressing. He doesn't know how to. We talk that through. I give him some advice. He does talk a lot about the things that he does at work when no one's around. (laughs) And I'm just going to tell you, because it doesn't ruin it when you hear it, but he literally... At work, he travels around with like a dildo in his bag and at work because he's just so into this porn thing. He's so addicted. He gets like horny when he's working and he takes that dildo and he goes to where nobody else is and he does things to himself with it. And you just got to hear it. It is kind of funny and interesting. His whole story is super interesting. So I'm going to get right to it and be right back on with Jenny. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Uh, hi, Jenny. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Thank you for having me. So, Jenny, I love it's like, you know, in quotes, because you're a cross-dresser. We're talking, you know, we're going to be talking about your feminine side, the part of you that you call Jenny, right? Am I assuming that's like your altar or that's like your name when you're dressed up? Is that what you use or are you just using it for the show? Yeah, I would, I would say I would use it for, that would be my name if I were to ever like go out in public or anything well listen jenny you got a lot to talk about because you have some little side stories that i find fascinating besides the fact that you're a very secret cross dresser this is all on the dl you are married but you did have like uh something go on with your cousin and she found out about it and then there's something about work and some what you're doing while you're there that's super interesting (laughs) so i want to make sure we get to all of it. So let's start though first with like when you started dressing or started having an interest in putting on female clothing. Those first memories. Okay. Uh, my very first, I want to say I was about maybe 12 and we were at my grandma's house and I was with my cousin and I don't know what made him want to or I just kind of followed along, but we went into her room and we grabbed pantyhose and then Mm -hmm. yeah and then we I went and laid back down and then like I tried them on and just instant like that sensation because like after you put the blankets on like just the feeling it just it was a total like erection feeling Mm -hmm. so with that I just I don't know I, I don't know where it went from that and then that I was when really... you, that's the memory that you had that you really realized, like you clicked into it. Yeah. Like it felt yeah. good. It felt great. Like it mm-hmm. just, yeah, it was something like that. So did you keep going through her stuff? Did you start then going into your mom's? Cause I'm assuming that you continued to try on pantyhose or maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. You tell me what came next. After that, I would say it came on to my sister's underwear and then I started trying those on getting just the same feeling as they would go to town or whatever my mom and my sister would leave and I'd have the house to myself and then I would you know just try on and experiment and just have the good feeling for it right and do you remember like what made you think of the underwear thing I can't quite remember I just know like growing up like Mm -hmm. as watching movies is like when you see like cross-dressing and things in movies, that really inspired me. Like, whoa, like, okay, this is a thing. Like, cause I remember, do you remember Cable Guy at the beginning, the intro? I don't, but I'm sure other cross-dressers that are finding this episode and are listening are like, I know that too, you know, probably. But no, I don't remember. Explain what, what happened, what, what goes down Just- in that part. At the beginning, he's watching TV and they're watching either Jerry Springer or I think it's Jerry Springer. And then this dude just got a whole down massage. There's this lady. She's dressed in lingerie. And then he's like, "Okay, is there something you want to confess? And that lady goes, well, I'm really a man. And the crowd just went crazy and the dude jumped up. And it was I just looked at that like, wow, like there's no way that's a man. Like it just it, it just kind of drew me crazy a little bit I think it just made me more interested on what is that and yeah I wanted to know more into that yeah I asked these little specific things because I think that they're super telling of what stood out and I think it's like always interesting I'm sure you found my podcast because you listen to other cross-dresser episodes it's great when you I think 
other people hear other people talk about the same shit. But I really think those first initial things that really stand out are definite clues to what you're going to be into. Yeah. So I don't know. As that went on, I was, I got on to, I started, I don't know what made me, I was on YouTube and I started getting on to like boys kissing and that kind of gave me like a little like, okay, this is what I find fascinating. And I already knew like, I'm in the wrong, like, okay, this is what I like. And then, so I got into that with that. So then that's when I was kind of like, well, what am I like? Am I gay, straight, bi? I don't know. Yeah, it's funny. I don't know how old you are. Now. How old are you now? I'm 30 now. Oh, okay. Because I mean, it's like you say three things, but now you have so many different options to choose from. But I think it is super confusing when you're very early on, you like all these different things and you can't really figure out or put a label. And that's what I think labels are good for because they can help you if you could find a place or find a name for it. I think it definitely helps to weed through that confu- that early on confusion. Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. So you're like, what the fuck am I into? Because now you like boys. You like underwear. You like pantyhose. <laughs> yeah. So I don't. Well, the boy thing, not, it was just like maybe the kissing thing. But as of now, like, I don't find myself attracted to men or anything. Like, even as growing up, like, I was attracted to boys or nothing. Well, that that's an interesting point then. Like, that, for some reason, it did stand out to you. But maybe it was just the Jenny part of you that was interested in it, but not the heterosexual part of you. Maybe. I don't know. Because the dressing was, like, really, I was really into it. Because I got to the point in middle school, I remember I would wear clothes under my normal clothes and I would go to school. Wow. Did you ever get busted? Not at school. No. Uh-huh. As of now, like all this happening. No, no, no. We're, we'll get to what's going on now. I need to, I'm getting your backstory first. No, at, at, you didn't, you said at school, I didn't get caught, but did you get caught at home when you were younger? I did get caught, but it was like, I don't know. My mom didn't really put in really no effort. Cause what I used to do at home too, is I would, I had this robe that I was just like, oh, I like this robe. It makes me feel good. So I just let my mom and sister know, like, okay, he likes the robe, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I would I would get to the point where I just couldn't handle it. I would just go into my – I would have, like, a pair of my sister's bra or panties, and I would put them on, put the robe on, and I would literally go in the living room, sit there, and watch TV. Like, <laughs> just chilling, like, hoping. With and then them, one time – With them not knowing that you're wearing their shit underneath? Oh, my God. Yeah. It's, like, in the <laughs> evening time, so like, yeah. we're all just relaxing. And then one time she was on the phone. I happened to come in and I kind of, I, I took a spin and it opened. <gasps> so I, I, I know she's seen me because after that I was um, sitting there and then um, I think it was the next day she sat and she asked me, she goes, so have you been trying on your sister's things or anything? And I just <laughs> said, no. And oh my God. Yeah. I just flat out lied. And then yeah. she was just like, okay. Like she knew like, yeah. She couldn't, she wasn't going to be the type to be like, well, I caught you. So you could just stop. Like, she just totally just let me lie and just, okay, whatever. Like It was probably easier for her. Because then if you said yes, then you have to have an even more uncomfortable conversation probably as a parent. So like you said, you lied or like, no. And she's like, okay, I'll fucking take that. <laughs> yeah. Right? I That's what yeah, I think. But- but then later on, she ends up. I end up make. I end up getting a stash, and then she. She ends up finding that because when I go to get it, it's gone. <laughs> so oh, she knows really? it's continuing. Yeah. yeah, she knows it was continuing in my early, like throughout my teens. She mm-hmm. knew it was continuing, but she never asked me again. Like, yeah, because like that's I what I said. She didn't want to have that conversation. I think that's a difficult conversation to have. So she'd rather just sort of sweep it under the rug, your stash and all. <laughs> yeah. So I already knew like then I was like, okay, like she's not going to be accepting. This is not approving for her, but, and she's not going to tell me that either. Right. Well, I think maybe there's there's something like there's total acceptance and there's total non-acceptance. And I think that there's a lot of stuff in between. And I think a mom that kind of knows but doesn't say anything and just goes about her day, that's not total non-acceptance. If she really didn't accept it, she would flip out, say, what the hell is this? You can't do. She might really, like a parent might really 
do like actually bring something up about it. I feel like just not talking about it doesn't definitely mean she had total non-acceptance. I think maybe, like I said, it was just uh, probably maybe too complicated for her to wrap her head around. So she just decided to live in denial, but obviously accepted you because she never really told you not to do it or didn't have any conversation with you at all. So maybe it's not total unacceptance. Is that a word? I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, well, I could, yeah, I could see your part. And you know what I mean? True. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, so anyway, but I get it. But so like, she's not talking about us. So you're like, okay, she obviously doesn't want to. I mean, there's a lot of unspoken things going on, but everybody knows the deal. It's obvious she, like I said, doesn't want to talk about it. So she finds your stash. So now you're dressing in school. You're wearing it underneath. Now, does anybody ever wind up knowing about this? I know that you say like a cousin winds up knowing somehow. Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Dot com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Yes. Well, it started with, this was about, I was like 23 because it, it was on and off. I was just dressing up on and off. And then I ended up falling for her because we, we ended up going out drinking, party and whatever. And then boom, out of nowhere, we end up hooking up. It's just. And then you might want to slow it down there because <laughs> how do I listen Cousins, the reason I don't like incest on my show, but cousins, when they're far removed in other countries, it's totally okay. And some in some cultures, it's fine. In my culture, actually, my father's, it is okay. Their cousins marry cousins. It's just it's not a thing that isn't allowed to be done. How in the U.S. where it's typically frowned upon and most people don't do it and they do see it as something very taboo. How does it wind up that you wind up hooking up with your cousin? Is it just like an alcohol thing that you guys were just like both drunk and crossed the line one day? I mean, what happened? Well, we at, at first we, we started hanging out because we've known each other for quite a bit. Like, yeah. But never like we were never like close, close. Like I've we just I've known her like down the road, like all that. Like but then as I get older, I get into like. I go start going out and then it was about 22, 23 and she's there. She's got a boyfriend. We're just talking BS and then she goes, well, what are you doing? And I go, well, I'm just hanging out. And she goes, well, come with us. And then we probably, I think we hung out maybe for a good month. And then let's see, cause she pr- broke up with her man. That was like probably two weeks into that. And then, so one night we're just we're we're getting close we're talking whatever like we're just getting real buddy buddy call each other best friends and just super close like you can't separate us and then one night we end up just going out drinking and then we had a our two other cousins with us that were two males and then they're like well no one's gonna drive we're just gonna walk to another bar and then me and her are like okay, fine, whatever, then they leave, and then I don't even remember next thing, like, we're making out, and it's just escalating fast, and wow, it's, yeah, then she's, like, super into it, and yeah, I we fall in love, and then we end up in a secret relationship. Yeah, I was gonna say, does anyone wind up knowing, how long did you guys, quote-unquote, date? We were like off and on for like three years. We moved wow. in together. No way. So the yeah. whole family thought you guys were moving in as like cousins, roomies. Exactly. And then. Oh, well, my God. Well, we did. I we could do a whole episode did. just on this. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so we actually did get found out by one of our one buddies because I don't know. We were all our 
one cousin came over. He had his girlfriend over. We're all just chilling, partying. And they're passed out. We end up in our room. Her, she's got to go to Boise. So she was like, I'm going to get up, leave early, whatever. So she peeks in and she sees us in bed together naked. Oh, and then she goes to Boise, does her thing later on, like at work. And see, this is another thing. We work at the same job right now. You and your cousin, the one that you had the relationship with? Yes. Okay. Right now. (laughs) And so right now we're we're at the same working and even our friends there. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what her deal was, but we have a close other close friend and she's real nice to everybody. She's she's a good ear. She'll talk to you, whatever. She's like, I can't do this anymore. She goes, I have I'm a good friend and I just I can't keep secrets. And she goes, these you, you I seen you two naked in bed together. And that's because <laughs> people were already getting questioned about us like. <laughs> well, what's going on? Are they together? Why yeah. are they doing this? And of course, it's going to raise hairs. It's weird. But. Yeah, I said this on another episode that I just posted. This guy who has been living with this older couple, they're like in a poly relationship and they live in a small town. And he's like, we don't let anyone know. But I'm like, you think that people don't fucking know? You work to- and they work together, too. And he's just like, oh, we don't tell any of our employees that we're in a relationship. But like they know because people that fuck stand closer to each other. There's an energy there. Like when you have crossed that line, it's just like so obvious. There used to be a show called The Dating Game. I think uh, it was. And then they'd like they'd go on dates and then they'd come back and they'd talk or what, I don't remember what it was, but the couples, you'd see them afterwards. And I would always know which ones had sex and which one didn't by how close they were sitting next to each other afterwards on the couch. Because people that have been intimate with each other, there's less space in between. Difference of energy of somebody so people pick up on that so like obviously because you're like banging her for three years and you guys are living together you're in love with each other i'm assuming it wasn't just sex you had a right i mean a real relationship (laughs) like i'm sure everyone like was smelling that from a mile away oh yeah i'm i'm kind of sure but no one's like gonna say it to my face right (laughs) but that friend did that friend did i'm glad they don't yeah and the other friend she totally kept it low-key because yeah everyone was questioning like yeah this is all of a sudden what's going on like these two like what do you mean like Mm -hmm. so as time goes on she's but what too was a problem is she was that girlfriend type like when we'd be at work she'd get jealous she was type to snoop through my phone and (laughs) one day like i just the only thing is that i'm really hiding was just like my porn like yeah. that's the only thing yeah. I didn't want her knowing of like I wasn't I'm I'm not a cheater I don't yeah I'm not I'm a loyal person mm-hmm. and then so she goes I thought I had things cool and then she went through snapchat and she went through my photo and then when she went through the photos I didn't know that even the, my videos popped up that I had saved oh my god and then she found that I had gay porn and I had trans porn in there so when she when I went to go like it was just like a normal day I can tell like tension and then she goes why do you have this in your phone and then immediately I was like like I'm found like this is it I'm found out yeah but what I didn't what I didn't what I what I could have did was just you know left that that I could have said something else but our relationship was like real so I just laid it all out for her right there and then I mm-hmm. just told her the whole story about you know what I'm uh, I'm into cross-dressing and this and that, and I just laid it all out for her. And after that, it just was a roller coaster of things, of just my sexuality. Like, there'd be times where, like, I was a heavy drinker, so I want to say that it did come with it, like, where I couldn't get, I couldn't get hard or stay hard. Oh, okay, So she would always... Mm-hmm. She would punch at me and be like, "Well, because you're gay, because you're gay, you don't." Of course, want this. she would think that. Con- yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And she's like, "You're confused," and I'm yeah. like, "That's not it. I told you, I know what I like. I know what I want." But you could see, like, listen, if I were her, I'd be like, two plus two equals four. Gay porn, no hard on when I'm naked in front of him equals he's not into chicks. You know, you could understand why she would completely feel that way. And I think it would be really hard for you to explain it to her or make her believe 
otherwise. But it's interesting that that wasn't the case because what was the real reason why you couldn't get it up, do you think, with her? I honestly think it was my health because I was like a heavy drinker, just drinking all the time, fast food. Like we were always drinking all the time, right. just partying. Mm-hmm. And sm- I, I would smoke cigarettes and like all the time. And it just, yeah, like my health was on the line because I had to just get my health back like maybe like three years ago, four years ago now. I'm getting a little better, but I just, I think that was the whole reason because I, I, I know what I like and. But let me ask I mean, you I, this, I because porn that. sometimes could to- could like numb you out. Like you're really watching a lot of gay porn, even if it's not like, oh, that's w- what I want in real life. But if you're binging on that or really hardcore stuff, sometimes, and I've heard this from many people, and you could understand why it happens, is that you get so used to getting off on that, that like real sex maybe leaves you kind of not so turned on because it can't compare. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Could it be that you were watching too much of that stuff that when you were there, it wasn't that you weren't attracted to women, but you were so wired to be getting off on that stuff that you're watching that it kind of fucked with your real life sex. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now that you said that, yeah, that's, that would play another part because that's what I like. I'm not so hard, but I do feel that there is, I still have that addiction to porn ever since like I was maybe freshman in high school. Yeah, I think a lot of people have that because it's so readily available nowadays. There's so much of it. So you could go totally down a rabbit hole. And if you have like you, like where if you're a person like you, where you have like this secret life that you're still living and maybe you need to escape or you still have different parts of yourself compartmentalize you, that would be like just a great way to escape. And like I said, the rabbit hole you could go down. It's for hours. There's so much of it. And I think it's a big problem for a lot of people, not just you. Yeah, because it, it interferes with, it does interfere with my life and like my yeah. work. and. Mm-hmm. Because I'll be at work and like, okay, I'm caught up with all my stuff. I don't got to do nothing. So I'm just going to sit here and I like end up watching porn and then I just go through it. And it's like I'm wasting hours or I can get. Okay. And no, no, no. And let's talk about the fact that you coughed in your email. And we, I talked about this in the beginning that we're going to get to it. And we're going to get back to like the point where you were at with your cousin and stuff. But you did tell me that you like shove dildos up your ass at work. (laughs) So this goes into your porn addiction. Yeah, because I get, I don't know, I get, I get so turned on. Wait, you have to tell me what you do for a living because I just want to put the whole picture together. It's hilarious. Like who is, like, is it the guy at Dunkin' Donuts? Is it the guy in the office in corporate USA? Like who is the guy that's going in the back during work hours and, you know, fucking himself with dildos? Who? Be vague, but, you know, be vague, but kind of give me an idea. Uh, no, I know. Uh, I'm a landscaper. All I do is just, you know, take care of lawns and. Oh, even better. So, okay, but wait, even better. So you're a landscaper. So where are you going? You you're like mowing my lawn. I don't have one, but you're mowing someone's lawn. And then, are you going in your car? Or are you going in a bathroom someplace? Where I ha- where we where we work is like, it's like uh, there's buildings. Just it's like a what do you call that? A campus area. Oh, okay. Uh huh. And we have like maybe three different little small garages we go to. There's this one. It's got a number. There's another garage we have. It's got our mowing stuff. We got another one that's got our plumbing stuff. Because we're we're uh, a facility where we take care of the whole area. Mm-hmm. So we just do hands on everything, whether building something. Right. Plumbing. Okay. I understand. Yeah. 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 Okay. So I'm in the just the landscaping department. So yeah, we have like these little garages and. I know where people are. I know where people will be. I know what people are doing. So I kind of just, you know, I, I will sneak off and just, you know, just make sure no one's there. Just go for it and just but I mean, enjoy yeah. take my fantasy and just like get in my head and just, yeah. Take a little breather break. But you're bringing dildos. You're, you're bringing apparatus. Yeah, I, I have just, I have one that I, that I'll bring with me here and there in my I just keep in my bag that I have with me. 
I don't know. Those are the little details that I always find so fascinating and hilarious because I always think like, oh, what if the cop stops you or you get in a little bit of an accident or you faint at work and you're they have to bring you to the hospital and they grab your stuff and someone's like, what the fuck is this? Oh my gosh. See, that's, yeah, that's like the biggest fear like of anything happening. Like, yeah, that's serious. Yeah. And you're wearing, are you wearing like panties and bras underneath your clothes too while you're landscaping? No, I, I just go on my normal. Well, at first, because this just happened because like I'm still doing this. And yeah, I actually did buy like a little set and I went into one of the I did dress up and then I just kind of, you know, got in a vibe. I watched a little porn, got horny, and then I went into a building and then I just practiced on my dildo and sucking and just <laughs> trying to experiment and trying to get that feel for it. I just want that feeling of you know having sex with a man it's just something that's in me that's wanting to escape and it's like that's yeah the whole reason for this confession right so let's get back to your cousin because this kind of ties into the fact that like there you are now in this relationship with her she's going a little nuts because you can't get horny for her and like you're like you feel like or you know that you're into women but there is this part of you that has this interest in men, but while you're a female, right? I mean, it, this kind of stuff was always super hard for me to understand when I first started to do my show, but I've talked to so many guys that have explained this exact kind of scenario to me, so I understand it more. But how does it feel for you? Is it super confusing or or is it very clear? Like, okay, I don't like guys, but I would like to be with a guy. I don't know. It's always because I think it's always hard for other people to understand. With me, it, I feel it's kind of, if I could just throw it to anybody, it's kind, I would say it's not too complicated. I would just say, I yeah, the only time I would probably want to be having sex with a guy or doing anything with a guy is of course dressed up but in male form i'm i'm a total male i'm total like people would you know i'm think i'm straight as an arrow like yeah that's me but when i'm dressed up i'm just full on bottom like just the slut the sissiness it's all there like i just want to full on give that and then when i'm a male it's the same thing i want to just full on give on dominance and but it's only there like i don't want to I don't plan on transitioning. I don't plan on taking it any further. I just want to have like, I just want to experiment and have the sexual fun with it. But I feel like the inner girl in me is that's where it's going to stay. Like I'm always going to want to dress up. I do have a feminine side. I do like, I can watch chip flicks with my girlfriend all day and I don't mind, honestly. Mm -hmm. It's, it's fine. Like that's where I feel like, yeah, like I have a girly side because I grew up like with only my mom. Like I didn't, I never had any real, male role models, no mm-hmm. dad figures. I yeah. never really had any of that, just my mom. So, and sisters course, too, right? Well, just my, yeah, just my sister. And of course, that's, yeah, see, that's all I'm going to know. Like I don't know how to exactly be a man, to be honest. Well, it sounds like, I mean, you said that you do have your male side and most people, you know, I I, I don't know that you have to know how to be a guy. You're a guy too, but you just have this other part of you. Now with your, okay, so you had this issue with your cousin. Is that what ultimately broke you guys up? She was just really toxic. She was just really just would get drunk and just call me up one day, just making a big deal out of nothing, just... She just wasn't a happy person. There was just drama, drama, drama. And the friend that knew about us, I would talk to her and tell her what was going on. And she was, like, understanding, like, okay, like, yeah, you that is not good. And you you aren't. She isn't good for you. And, yeah, she really wasn't. She was just, like, all about her. She was a selfish – she still is a selfish person. And she's got no change. If I were to, like, continue having her in my life, I would be on the same – path she's going down so right so now alter and then after her is that when you met the girl that you're currently with yeah after her like it was probably maybe a year or two i met my girlfriend now and how long are you with your girlfriend now right now we're pushing three and a half years okay now she has no idea either she doesn't okay 
And but I'm I'm kind of worried, like maybe because I don't know if she would tell me or not. But I have a feeling. What if my ex were to tell her one day? What if she were to just get drunk one day and just be like, "I know something about your boyfriend you don't know." You oh, know you what mean, mean your like, cousin, right? Because you yeah. said she's kind of toxic and she drinks a lot and she's selfish. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that. And what if my girlfriend's just too kind-hearted not to even bring it to me? You know. Well, has she ever? Well, let me ask you this about your intimacy with your girlfriend. Do you have any issues there getting it up with her too, or is that okay? No, everything's it's fine right now. Like, cause I don't. I, I think I because I do blame. I did blame it on my health somewhat because. Yeah. yeah, my health is a lot better. Like I, I dropped a lot of weight. I just feel better. Blood pressure, everything's down. And then, yeah, like just this past week, like it's just been like a lot of sex. So yeah, I don't have problems at all. And I do like watch my porn on the side too. So right, right, right. But, but things are fine. So she would have no reason to be wondering anything. I mean, it's not like you had a getting it a problem with her the first couple of years or anything like that. It's always been totally okay. I we did have problems because mm-hmm. again because of the like health. right were, right same yeah, stuff yeah there were times I couldn't get it up there were times where I came in a a minute literally and I just felt embarrassed and we've been, had all these and she's been there through me with everything so right and now I know that you did say like you were dying to kind of tell her like you it's something that you do want to put out there is that correct. Yeah, because I feel it's a part of me and I feel like I feel like she should know because of how I feel about her and our relationship. And I just feel like it's fair for her to know because I feel eventually I'm gonna get caught anyway. Mm-hmm. Now, do you have so a I big f- stash in that house? Do you guys live together? Yes, we mm-hmm. live together. Do you have a child? Um, yeah, I have one son. With her? No, with I have a ex that I... A Married ex. and divorced, yeah. Oh when God, I was you're like 19. a serial relationship person. That the yeah, that's all I wanted was just be serious. Like yeah, that's okay. Everyone's wired differently. You're like a relationship guy. Yeah, that's yeah. all I've wanted. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, that. So I have a, a 11 year old son. That's kind of why I put the whole. That's the whole back burner of why I can't transition because I don't know how he would handle it and how he would take it. Oh, right. It'd be like a Mm -hmm. whole, like, Caitlyn Jenner episode. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I think the younger, the better, don't you think? I think we don't give... I think kids are more open-minded than adults. Find a a, a much older person that you get a little bit more set in their ways, and they grow up in a certain time, and they know certain things, and they kind of have blinders on. That's all that they know. Whereas, like, little children and young people, I think they're just much more open and less... They they don't have blinders on. So I, I think that now's the time, if ever, if you want to put it out there. I mean, is it something that you want to be able to dress up around the house? I mean, like, if you were to put it on the table with your girl, what would your open life be with her? Would it be just something that you would do sexually and have fan- that kind of thing together? Or do you want to dress up in the house as well? Like just regularly? If I would, I would prefer like, yeah, probably sex would be fun. I think it would just be like, we can get in lingerie and then probably with dressing up, I would probably just do it out of fun to like model for her and kind of just give her a little show if she were to be into it because what I know she's into is my ass she loves my butt Mm -hmm. because she made it well known that she does so I took that and I went for like six months straight now where I would go to the gym and just do like ass workouts just work my butt Mm -hmm. like and it's paid off and she loves it and that's kind of what makes me feel like okay like I can Maybe there's something because she got me, she was talking to me about thongs and then she ordered me thongs and then what she like, she, yeah, she likes my booty and thongs. So just like the whole male, not no like female. Thongs. Oh, right, right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So she's into my ass for sure. She loves that. Yeah. So, and then just recently I, She's always hinting around like, oh, well, you can try on some of my leggings or you can try on some of my short shorts. And I just kind of was like, okay, yeah. But what she didn't know is I 
I bought a pair of leggings and some booty shorts like maybe back in December. Mm-hmm. So I've had those and then I would just kind of, I wasn't, I didn't like what I, when I put them on, I didn't like what I see. So I worked on it. I like what I see. And just this past week I showed her and she didn't really flip out or anything. Interesting, right? I mean, maybe, maybe she does. No, I mean, listen, she gives you a lot of windows of opportunities. You need to jump in one. The next time she slightly opens up that window, (laughs) you need to be like, yeah, I'll try on your shorts. I mean, these are those these are like other guys that have this secret life wish or salivating at those wish their girl would say something like that to them because that's the time that you got to jump on it. And it's the perfect intro to that conversation. I've heard relatable things like, yeah, they, so I, I just kind of worried like if she's, if I jumped the gun, cause it's not just me dressing up. It's the whole, I want to get dressed and get fucked by men. And I want to like, I have all these fantasies of what I want because all I know is porn since I was a young kid. Like mm-hmm. I've been addicted to it. And it's like all, all these years of just watching it and just, that's what I want. So for her, I don't know if that's going to be her cup of tea to tell like that whole thing. Yeah. You probably don't want to put it all out there at once, but you just kind of ease in. Yeah. And then the, I was going to say with the sun thing, I mean, if it's strictly something you're going to just keep in your private life, like when you're being intimate with your girlfriend and you don't want to fully transition or you don't want to really go out cross-dressed and why would your son need to even know it's like someone that's into bdsm it's kind of like if it's a sexual thing most we don't know nobody walks around telling their kids about what they like to do sexually like that maybe you don't even have to tell your son if, if it's something that you just want to do in sex that's why i asked like do you want to walk around do you want to go out dressed as jenny or is it just strictly like oh i just want to go like sometimes hook up with guys and just be with my girl at like and put on clothes and be hot and get turned on maybe have her peg you do all that kind of stuff if that's that why would your well, who would tell their son yeah of course yeah but I feel like, I don't know, I kind of worried about he's going to bring it to me because you know how this generation is now? It's the new norm now. Like the whole drags and everything. Yeah, isn't is that just, great? It's, yeah, it's the new norm. And like I've been shadowed or everybody that's been with me, we've been like shadowed and now it's like a known thing now. Yeah, I think it's I think it's great. I feel like especially for trans people and there's certain groups that have just really been able to get so much more awareness for what they're into and who they are. And I think that that's great because all that shit existed since the dawn of time. People are now just talking about it. So, yeah, your son would be much more open to it. Like I said, I just don't think if it's just a sexual thing. Nobody wants to know about their parents' sex life. I don't know. I don't care how open (laughs) anybody is. There's always going to be that thing. So it doesn't really matter. But yeah, your son might come to you one day and be like, hey, I want to fucking wear pantyhose and be more open because he's growing up in a different time. So I wouldn't worry so much about having to tell your son or I would start with your girl and take one of those little things. She keeps throwing out these. She's like serving you the ball and you're not hitting it back. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? I think it's just the whole past because I let because with my ex-cousin like, yeah I dressed up for her like there was even times where I even like we would dry hump like we didn't have like toys or nothing like yeah. I would just say I want to feel it so I would she would do me a doggy I'd get on top and like we would like I trusted her I gave her that and I it just all got thrown in my face when she would get mad at me and she's calling me names and texting me. And she's just like, you're this, you're that you're putting me down. Like I gave her everything and she threw it all in my face. So that's, yeah, because that was worried now. Yeah. That was probably because she was so upset that she probably never felt like you could ever really like her. She felt not enough. And that was her way of making you feel like what she felt. You know what I mean? Typically people are hurting somebody else because they're hurt. That's what she, yeah, that's all she did was just put me down that like, you're going to be alone and that's all you are. Yeah, because she just was, but she, cause she probably hated the fact that you couldn't get it up to her, that you weren't that into her or she didn't feel enough. There was like, that, that was a big 
I think that that was a problem probably in her thing. I'm not like totally sticking up for her. It doesn't mean that she's she's right to do that. But like that's probably where that was coming from. And I could and think about your own life and everybody's life. Like we tend to lash out and say really mean things to people when they yeah. hurt us in some way. Because why else would you do? Why else would you do it? She's probably just was super sensitive to your not getting it up and being into the men that she felt and she didn't know how else to say that that she that freaked her out so she would just put you down and a lot of times that happens so I'm just saying that to you now because so you could understand that it wasn't you took that story on or what she told you and now and you framed that as like it was something wrong with what you were into but it was really just said so much about like her it was about where she was at and what she was going through so if you understand that maybe you could understand that you could take that same situation and discuss it with your girl now and it could be a very different experience because she's not your cousin you know what I mean that what your cousin was saying to you and all that bad stuff was like I said it was it was about who she was it wasn't about your dressing up it was about how she felt about it for herself and her insecurities yeah. in the way that it came up. So listen, you'd be smart to not have it happen that same way where it just happens and then you tell her this way you do it the right way. You bring it up and you and you take that opportunity when she says put on my boy shorts and you start wearing them and you slowly let her know and get in on it. It, it could be a totally different experience. 100% yeah. different. But you have to give it another chance and not hold on to that story because it's not... That that's not the end all be all. Yeah, because she did always say she wants me to be me. So I would just tell her, like, this is me. Like, I've been dealing with this since I was a kid. Like, I don't know why it's I'm not saying I'm trapped in a man's body. I'm just saying I have an inner girl, I guess. I don't know how to really explain it. Yeah, right. I mean, you could explain it to her and there would be a lot of conversations. I mean, this is your girl. You really care about her. You said she like a lot of times like she's like just a super nice person. I feel like she might know. I mean, how? Do, I don't know. It sounds like That's she says I mean. these little yeah. things that she might be a little bit like your mom where she found out, but she's not going to say something to you, but she's trying to bring it up like a little passive aggressive and not, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's actually very nice of her. If she, maybe she does know she doesn't want to sort of step on your toes or make you come out before you're ready or to tell you that she went snooping and found your stuff, but she wants to maybe talk about it. So take that step and see and open that up. You don't have to tell her everything. You could feel your way into it because you don't want to ruin your relationship or get her freaked out but next time she says why don't you put these on or let me see you in my booty shorts fucking put them on <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I, well that's what i did do though i was like well here's my opportunity like wait so you did yeah i well no i did i i had yeah i had leggings and then i have some booty shorts that i showed her okay and what did she say she she loved them and because yeah she's like I told you, like she's obsessed, like with my ass. Like I could just yeah. like flash her, and she's just attacking, like yeah, smacking the shit out of it. And so that is just like it makes me feel more comfortable. And I told her that I go, you make me feel comfortable in my body. That you make me feel sexy. And then so I've told her things like that, and it's just the whole like girl thing, though, is just a whole nother level. I feel. Yeah, telling her about Jenny. And then I think the second thing is the other thing that's like scary is because you want to tell her like, listen, I want to dress up and hook up with guys. Yeah, I feel about that that step, I would say I'd, want, I'd probably talk about pegging before that. But yes. it would go on to that because that's the full experience is with a man. Like, yes. I don't know how that is. I don't. And it scares me, too, because what if I don't even like it, honestly? like You might not. Just... I mean, that's like it's you You never know. And, but I think it's it that would be the way you find out sometimes. But sometimes things are just like meant to be a fantasy and they're great in your fantasy. But in real life, it's like, ah, not for me, but that's OK. Then it, cle it just clears the air for you and you figure out who you are. Just a matter of knowing who the fuck you are and what yeah. you really like. You're sort of standing on the sidelines just waiting to figure that out and not 
moving forward. And I get it because, listen, I respect the fact that you're a super loyal person and you're not going to go live out your fantasy behind her back because that's not your style, correct? Like you've never been with a guy or done that, right, behind her back because you're always in relationships. Yeah, we're like seriously, like you can't separate us. That's why it's it took a minute to get on this because – we're unseparable. We live together. We sometimes we carpool and because we live, we work in the same area. Like I'll go to the, my department and then she's probably like down the road at a different department. So we, we're really inseparable. So it's kind of, it would be hard for me to even try. That's why it's like, I don't even think about her. It's just, yeah, a whole fantasy. Yeah, and I always say this, and I really believe it. And I remember when somebody said this to me, it really made the light bulb go off. And now this is why I always talk about it too. Is like, And someone once said to me, like, what you resist persists. And it was because I was dealing with something that I wasn't, I was resisting and it was like too much. And it's it's very true. And so like this whole thing with you being with a guy has, you've built it up so much because it's something you've never been able to do. Whereas when, if you start to talk it out with her, maybe fantasize and role play with her and you're allowed to bring that to the table, you'll probably feel a lot more clearer about it. I would assume because you've just been jerking off like mad to this for so long <laughs> that it's like a little all consuming because you can't, you can't let it out. You know what I mean? It's so pent up, built up in you. Whereas I think you need to start, like like you said, bring, I, I think that's very smart. Yes, yeah, just start out light and start doing things with her and have her be the guy in the situation. And then eventually, maybe that'll be enough. Maybe you'll be like, fine, I don't ever need to go that separate thing. This is enough for me. Or maybe you'll have that conversation and she'll be totally down. Yeah, because I, I did have that like idea, like, you know what? I would totally just like marry her right now if she were to just have a dick. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it, that would just fulfill me. Like that's all I need. Like there's a little so, dick on the side. <laughs> yeah. So, but that's I don't know. I just want that. I I, I don't know. I want to experience that. I want to feel that. I want to, because you know, a woman can only a woman can't treat you like a man. Like only a man can treat you like a man. Right, and, make you and feel I like mean, a woman. Right, you want to be when you're Jenny. You want to feel like a woman. It's it's a right. It's not like you want to be with a guy as you as a guy. Like when you're dressed up in your regular clothes. It's when you're Jenny is when and the way you feel even more like Jenny is when there's a man there, right? Because then you really feel like a girl dressed up. Yes, you, yeah. That's that's like the the complete thing of the whole thing. Like, yeah, I can get dressed up and look good but what for like i can play and fantasize or she can do pegging but she's not gonna make me feel like a woman so Mm -hmm. the only way to get that full experience is to be with a man and you want to be like a sissy slut i just love a lot of times i mean there are some cross dressers who are very conservative and they don't want to be like little sluts but a lot of them are like really fucking slutty just it's funny to me as a woman But I get it because the role I took as a woman, like I used to see like Barbie clothes and shit. And Barbie dress is really slutty, okay? Even back in the day, like Barbie's clothes were fucking slutty. And I loved that. I loved the slutty girl vibe. So I totally understand that kind of girl. Yeah, because that's when you grow up playing with Barbie. Yeah. you do that, then because that's what I did. So of of course, when you see women's clothes, you're not going to look for like, the regular clothes you're going to look for the short things the the tops anything that's going to be revealing whether the jeans make your butt look big that's what we shoot for when we dress like we got to go full-on women we got to i gotta i feel like we got to compete with women that's how i look at it Mm -hmm. because a lot of i feel a lot of women like don't give men what they want what do you mean so say blowjobs like you have all these men like their women don't like blowjobs like they don't like giving them like my girl can barely like (laughs) she's barely gives like she tells me her jaw's tired (laughs) so she definitely doesn't swallow (laughs) yeah i'm just like okay but see with me i like practice i i practice with myself to like deep throw and to like be full-on like a slut like you gotta that's what these men want because I watch porn all the time. That's what I see. Men wanting their, like, that's, 
like you're full on gagging, like all that. That's oh what my I, god, I know, but that's, that's where what I'm gonna give. Yeah, but that's where your porn addiction is like messing with your fucking head and like. But a that's sex, what I mean. Yeah, yeah. A sex therapist would say like that's not real. Even porn stars would tell you that that's not real fucking life sex. Okay, gagging every time, deep throat. <laughs> but that's uh-huh. but that's what I mean. That's how yeah. I feel my inner slut is, and I can't handle it. So, yeah, I'll go somewhere hidden and I'll take my dildo and just go to town on my throat just to feel <laughs> some type of femininity like right uh-huh it's just that built up in me because i'll watch porn i'm just like thinking like they're just so lucky like i want that i need it and then i'll go off and go do it right and you mock but, it up with yourself yeah i think you watch a little too much porn that's what i mean that's i have an i have an addiction and it is a problem and it's it does get it and, and i'm i feel like it will get interfered with my love life and but if she don't like what if i do tell her like uh yeah i watch porn on the low here and there and what if she don't approve that well i mean these are all things you have to face and moving forward and like i said you don't roll it all out at one time and dump it all out on her but i think your porn like listen an addiction a lot of times is like an escape when i i think because you have this whole secret life, like I would understand the need to sort of escape and go there. You have no other time to be Jenny or express that side of you. So porn is the one time. So it serves a purpose. So I understand why you keep going back. I think sometimes addiction is because someone's like really super depressed. And like I was an addict, I drank a lot and it wasn't because I liked alcohol. It was because I couldn't handle having feelings. I think with you, it might not be that situation I think it's more so that that's the only that's the way you get to express the side of yourself porn gets you in that headspace because you have no other outlet for Jenny whereas if you started to bring her into your life with your girl because you say you're like inseparable so you're always with her if you were allowed to express Jenny with her I think maybe you wouldn't have to go to porn so much and that would be super helpful for you so I think there's even more of a reason why you need to bring it up to your girl but slowly yeah, because if she were to find out, like, I'm a big old slut, thinky, yeah, 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 then don't, she'd yeah, be yeah. like, whoa, okay, like, yeah, oh, please. <laughs> oh, please don't tell her. I take a dildo to work and shove it down my throat and deep throat and I could deep throat dildos and stuff. Start with, like, dressing up as a woman, see if she could get into that and then eventually go to maybe butt plugs and pegging, that kind of stuff and move into it. Listen, she loves your ass and she's always like slapping it. Maybe she has a little side of her that would be into like you being a little girly. Maybe she has secret fantasies of being with a girl and you never, you don't know until you start talking yeah. about it. I think a lot of people keep all these kinds of things under wraps and the 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 a lot of couples who are super open with each other, they do it, they are because they were that way straight from the beginning and they like cop to all their dirty stuff that they were in it too and then the other person's like, me too and so I think a little sort of transparency goes a long way because what you're going to do for your girl is then make her feel comfortable enough to tell you the stuff that she's into. And trust me, she's got things she's jerking off to that you don't know about, most likely. <laughs> I think. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah, we all have our fantasies and our and we don't know it until it just happens. But we all no, but we do know it. We all know it secretly, but we don't tell anybody else because it's Why scary. The other person. Yeah, yeah, you you don't tell the other person because you're afraid you won't be accepted. So maybe she secretly fantasizes about being with women. A lot of women do. That's like a very common thing. But maybe she would never bring that up to you because she'd be afraid of how you would feel. But if you start sort of copying to the fact that you want to dress up and you want to be Jenny. Maybe she's like, yeah, I want to fuck Jenny. Like that would be, that (laughs) would help her with her secret desires. You don't know what her secrets are either. It sounds like you guys haven't really been open about that kind of stuff. So you never know. Yeah. Cause yeah, we, we are, we are really still learning each other and knowing each other. And she really is accepting. That's why I am like on the, that's why I am on the verge of just telling her like, yeah, bits and pieces of just like, this is what I'm into because, but when we got together, she didn't even like, was into lingerie. Like I told her like, Hey, you should do this. And she was like, what, what do you mean? And here she's got like probably 12 pairs maybe. Right. Now she's into it. Yeah. Now she's into the lingerie and then. Like, that's a win-win for me, because when she's gone, I can try it all out that I want. 
<laughs> right. I get it. But yeah, you have to, to try it out. You're still super young. You're in, you're at the point of this relationship where maybe you're going to spend, you want to marry her. I don't know. Spend the rest of the life with her. Like what you don't want to do or who you don't want to be is that person who I'm sure you've heard on my show many times, that guy who's like 50, 60 years old and never told anybody and still living a secret life. Now's the time to do it because you are still young and you're in the beginning of your relationship and you haven't locked things down and it's exhausting living a secret life. Yeah, it really is. So I think a lot of, like I said, I think your porn thing would ease up. I think maybe you wouldn't have to jerk off so much at work if you weren't doing the stuff at home. I just think a lot of pent up sexual frustration in you because you are keeping this under wraps. So you have to, now's the time. The fact that you you're thinking about it, you really want to tell her the fact that you're calling into my show to talk it out means that you're ready. And always the first, the hardest thing is that like one little fucking sentence, the first sentence you're going to say to bring it up. And then everything after that, you'll be fine. And you, you'll be surprised. You just can't know. Like we could all sit around and sort of imagine or think that we know how a situation or a conversation is going to go, but we really have no fucking clue. It's always super interesting to me to just show up and be open to the conversation and have it and then see where it goes. And nine out of 10 times, it is going to go in a totally different direction than you ever thought. And that's that's the truth. So yeah. sitting around thinking she's going to say this or she's going to do that or she's not going to say that, you don't know. You don't know. Leave room for the possibility that you it could turn out better than you could have ever imagined. There's there, It's a 50-50 chance. It really is. Yeah, because I feel like she is an understanding person. So I think it's a better chance than 50-50. Exactly. So then, so so what are, what if you were to give it odds, Vegas odds, like what are the odds? Like 90-10, 75-25? I don't know. I think she, I, I would say she would, but I just, that's just a, it's kind of like, I'm, I'd probably get impatient with like what I want next. You know what I mean? Like. Stop. But like I said, this is the thing where you have to just like, just, just don't think 10 steps ahead. Just think yeah. to have that, just open up that conversation and let her know about your cross-dressing and then see where it all goes. Don't try to think, like I said, we're like all so far down the road. Just do that. And then things will unfold. Because sometimes yeah. if we overthink things, we never do it. And then deal with whatever happens after and know that you will be able to deal with what happens after instead of sitting in this place where you're trying to figure out every contingency plan. And if it goes this way, I do that. And what if I this and what you're never going to know. That's what I always deal with is worrying. And yeah, what if? And you don't know. Yeah, you cannot make it up you cannot you're not a mind reader you don't know what's going to happen most of the time it's going to be completely different than you thought and probably in this case better than what you thought or you do have a part of you that believes it will go okay so you just have to you have to do it and then you have to call me up and tell me what fucking happened okay and (laughs) the sooner you do that the more exciting it is for me and my listeners because then i'll post it on my patreon and i'll tell people to go sign up and listen to it because i'd love to know what happens do it for the yes, show if that's a good reason that if that helps you maybe I don't know. Do yeah, it. Yeah, because that's what I want to tell my story. I just let in it out. Just maybe people can relate. Maybe people are doing things like I'm doing and they feel like they're in the total wrong. Like yeah, yeah. Believe me, I feel like what I'm doing is just like really inappropriate. But it's it's what this what I came on this show for is to let it all air out. Yeah, that's great. But now you need to go let it all out there and then and give that and that second interview and tell us like what happened next, like what it, what does happen when this guy does tell his girl that he thinks would be okay with it. What happens? That's the interesting answer. Like this is the middle of the story. Like what happens next is a very love to hear. So keep yeah. me posted and thank you so much for calling in. All right. Thank you for having me, Kathy. What do we call you again? Jenny. All right, Jenny, I'm going to make your voice higher. So you sound a little girly. Is that what you want? Sound, <laughs> sound real hot. I need yes. I got to make you sound fucking slutty. Deep yes. throat slut. <laughs> I, need, I need people that just want me and just to fantasize about me. Yeah, you're going to take your, you're going to go into.
You're going to be at work listening to your episode and you're going to hear yourself. You're going to go jerk off and blow that dildo of yours because <laughs> your voice is going to be yes. so sexy. I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it high pitch. You're going to be Jenny. Thanks so much for calling in. Thank Keep you, me Kathy. posted. You OK, me. keep me posted. Of course. All right. Thank All you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.